This is, this is not new. I mean, uh, cast your eyes back to 2002 when President Tabumbegi appointed a commission of inquiry to investigate the decline of the rent. You may remember the former uh, CEO of uh, the South African Chamber of Business, Kevin, Kevin Wakeford, uh, giving information to, uh, to Mbegi then saying that, uh, you know, there are dubious financial methods that had contributed to, to the demise of the rent. When we fast forward to today, we hear of allegations of uh, these banks using trading chat rooms to coordinate times for the sale of the rent or stop selling for a time in order to manipulate prices. Uh, that goes back to 2007. What do you make of the scale of uh, this uh, allegation that we hear now? Um, well, it's obviously related to the international investigations. Um, I think as, as your, your clip uh, said, um, this is based to related to the conduct that's happened in New York and London, etc. The scale of it uh, overall is very, very big. Um, cases have already um, moved on quite far in terms of in America and, and the UK and banks have been fined, I think, to add them to about $5.7 billion uh, for conduct there. It's very, very large scale. Um, and the RAND, in a sense, is just part of those, one of those currencies that's been part of the arrangements, it, uh, it seems. It's very large scale, but not necessarily directed specifically at um, manipulating the value of the RAND. More the banks making um, additional margins uh, between the offer, uh, offer rate and the rate they're, uh, they're selling at. Just, just clarify that point, not, not so much about manipulating the RAND, but the banks making additional margins. What do you mean? So the banks are, when they're trading currency, are making uh, money on the spread, uh, spread between how much they're paying for the, the currency and how much they're, they're getting for it. Uh, and so uh, the, some of the arrangements relate to uh, them agreeing about, uh, about that spread. There is also, in, it seems in this case, but also in the international cases, instances where the banks have a particular point in time wanted the currency to be a little bit higher or a little bit lower, uh, at particular points in time through trade. So they have been involved in doing that, but not systematically pushing the land up or down. But Essentially, the banks are making margins that they shouldn't be making, the same as if uh, supermarkets are buying a product and unselling it, and they're, they're agreeing to mark up uh, a higher amount. Uh, then my next question would be, is this allowed? And then I answer myself because then they, they've been fined or there's a talk of a fine of uh, 10% of, uh, of their profits. So to me, it suggests that uh, they've done something wrong. So it's definitely um, against the Competition Act if uh, if the allegations are you know are upheld. It does seem uh, some banks are cooperating, and as I said, these banks have uh, have admitted uh, this type type of conduct in international jurisdictions. Um, so yes, it seems that there's uh, quite a big problem. Um, but I just wanted to highlight as part of these international arrangements that have been uncovered in different countries. Other countries like Korea are also investigating the effect on their currencies. Um, so this is really a more like a global, um, a global phenomenon. Mm. Well, I'm not going to talk about uh, the, the moral or immorality of, of what the banks have done, but I just want to look at the, the three South African banks and what does it do to the economy of, of South Africa then to, to participate in this kind of an act with, uh, with foreign banks. So I mean, it's very disappointing that the African banks have been involved. It's interesting not all the banks have been involved, uh, at least a couple of the banks, uh, that, as far as I could see, and I haven't got the inside, inside knowledge of this, but um, uh, I, I don't seem to be included. Um, but it, has a, it will potentially have a, a substantial effect on those banks that are included. The penalties um, uh, will be determined based on the scale of the conduct, um, so in terms of the amount of turnover that was uh, related uh, to the conduct of the time period, uh, and then it can go up to a maximum of 10% of their total turnover, which is very 
uh, very large, and that's the cap that the Competition Act uh, puts on the penalties that can be applied. Sikim Kabateli, talking on market updates yesterday, said, you know, they'll just pass on this 10% to, to you and I in, 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 their, in their fees. Can, can, can they do that? Um, well, that's a, a lot of people think that, you know, that's what, the, that's what companies will, will do. They see it in the cost and added on. But first of all, there's a number of banks that won't be paying the penalty. So for the ones that are paying it to pass it on, it would mean that the other ones would have to agree to also allow them to do that because, um, in principle, we as consumers should be choosing which banks to go to, uh, and we should be able to go to the banks that are offering us the better uh, rates. And, um, and so for them to be able to do that, they'd have to collude yet again. Um, but it's not the case that all the banks have been involved in this, and not the case that all the banks, therefore, would be uh, wanting to get the, money, get the money back. Prof, before I let you go, we have to talk about SAA. What do you make of the developments there? So this is, this is a long-running, this is a very long-running saga. This, uh, the first case against SAA for this type of conduct um, against the then Nationwide and, and Comair um, was, I think, in 2001. Uh, and, uh, and essentially, it's now, now the, what's happening is now the, the harmed party, which in this case is Comair, has gone to court uh, quite a while ago to get damages back. And this shows not just about the penalties. The penalties the SAA paid were around about 47 million rands for this conduct, I think. And now Comair, in terms of damages, has been awarded uh, more than a billion rands, which says that the courts believe that the damage to them was very, very substantial. So that, um, so that this, is, this shows how the courts have seen this conduct and also that people can get money back uh, in terms of, of damages. But for conduct, this has happened um, around about 10 years ago. Uh, it's a second conduct that SAA was involved in um, of this nature.